Welcome to the Bureau of Untold Stories. I'm Dexter Sharp. And I'm Poppy Haslap. The world's stories have gone missing. And we believe it's all because of one criminal mastermind, known simply as the Eraser. But with some outrageous accents, sound effects, our unconventional storytelling skills, and your help, we believe we can get those stories back. You can join us at one of our upcoming live investigations that are currently taking place across the United Kingdom. Or you can tune in regularly to this podcast to keep up to date with the latest cases we've solved. As we try to stop the eraser once and for all. Our first investigation takes place in the historic city of Winchester, a city that was once occupied by the Romans before becoming an unofficial capital of the mobile Anglo-Saxon royal court. The city still has many remnants and tributes to the time of King Alfred the Great, way back in the late 800s, including a large statue of the king himself, who greets visitors who come to the town and walk its still distinctly medieval streets. And don't forget there's King Arthur's Round Table. Well, sort of, Dexter. In the old Winchester Great Hall, you'll find a replica of King Arthur's Round Table. The current paintwork on display was ordered by King Henry VIII in 1522. Though the table itself was built during the reign of Edward I, somewhere between 1250 and 1280. It's one of the many literary tributes in the city, too. Yes! Another literary icon who briefly called Winchester home was none other than Jane Austen, who lived close to the cathedral just before she passed away. You can still see the house where she lived, down near the grand old cathedral that almost sank into the ground. The cathedral was saved by the efforts of one man, William Walker, who donned an old diving suit and shored the foundations of the cathedral between 1906 and 1911, packing in bags of concrete and bricks to keep the wall stable. And inside the cathedral, you'll find the final resting place of Jane Austen. People come from all over the world to visit her grave and pay tribute to this great author. But if we don't stop the eraser, Jane Austen's famous stories might not be safe. So we headed to the Winchester Discovery Center, an old corn exchange building that now houses a state-of-the-art library with a cafe, exhibition spaces, and a performance hall where we welcomed some new recruits to the Bureau. Their task was simple. Help us solve some of the case files piling up in our office. And help they did, with a number of missing stories pieced together and case files solved once and for all. Including this one. Case file 270501. Three-word story. The eraser has been stealing the memories of Robert, one of the members of our audience. Evidence has shown in previous similar cases that if Robert were to use more than three words to describe his memory to us, his memory would then disappear. However, while Robert couldn't use more than three words, Poppy and I could. Take that, Eraser! With that new piece of evidence at our disposal, we took the opportunity to reenact the story of Robert's imaginary friend. Robert bravely uttered three words that described his imaginary friend. Harry smelly and clean and then we were off once upon a time because that's how all good stories start i was having my best day ever i was starting school it was really exciting i'd be making all new friends 
but one friend wasn't going to be there. He'd been my friend for so long. I'd grown up with him. He'd been there through all the good times and the bad times, but he couldn't come to school with me. What would my new friends think? They might think, oh man, Robert, what's that smell? It's just my imaginary friend, Peter. But they wouldn't believe that because they couldn't see Peter like I could. Peter was beautiful. He had long hair that ran all the way from his head down past his shoulders. It grew out of his earlobes and even out of his knees, like waterfalls cascading down his legs. He had feet like hobbits, just puff puff, like little puff balls of hair sitting on his feet. He was beautiful. It was like having my own Chewbacca as a pal. Peter and I had one activity we enjoyed more than anything else. Burping. We used to drink huge glasses of soda and then have belching competitions to see who could burp bigger. Peter always won. I see that. I raise you. Okay, you win. I can't compete with that. But what would Peter think if we couldn't do that in the playground? What would my new friends think if Peter just came from nowhere and did a giant burp? I needed to think of what to do. How could I introduce Peter to my new friends? How could we all get along? What was something we could all play together? And then I had it. Football. I decided I would introduce Peter to all my friends one recess when we were playing football. I was pretty good at football, but I wasn't as good as some of my friends. But none of us ever wanted to be goalie. So I had a great suggestion. Let's let Peter, my old friend, be the goalie. He has so much hair, he could stretch himself out across the net and no goal would ever go in. So Peter lined up in the middle of the goal, and one of my new friends, James, set up to take a penalty shot. James thought, this is easy, there's no one there. He lined the ball up and took a big kick. <laughs> to James's shock, the ball didn't go in the goal. I said to James, that's my friend Peter. From that day on, we had an undefeatable football team, and it was all thanks to my incredibly hairy, loud burping, yet incredibly clean, imaginary friend, Peter. Dexter! Dexter!
Mister, I've just found this under one of the puzzle cases in our office. Oh no, Poppy, what is it? It looks like the eraser has stolen some of the words from this poem. Well, read it out and perhaps our listeners can try and work out what the missing words are. Great idea, Dexter. Let's see. There once was a young boy called Matt who had an incredible... Ah, uh, yes, I see. So the eraser has stolen a word that rhymes with Matt. But wait, Dexter, there's more. Oh, no. He took it to Mars to see all the... <gasps> Another missing word. One that rhymes with Mars. Like, um, fish? N no, Dexter. Fish doesn't rhyme with Mars. Well, I don't know what does. Well, someone listening will, Dexter. Don't worry. Okay. Now, there's one more word missing. Have a listen. Which were bigger than boats, or three... Darn that eraser. How does he manage to steal all these words? I hope someone out there listening can think of some words that rhyme with Matt, Mars, and boats. If you think you've worked out the solution, or you've created your own stories that you'd like to share with us, head to www brymoreproductions.com forward slash B-O-U-S or click the link in our show notes. And don't forget to subscribe to the Bureau of Untold Stories on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss any of our future broadcasts. Our next live investigation is being held at the Potteries Museum and Gallery in Stoke-on-Trent on August the 10th, 2018 at 2.30pm. Join us as we attempt to stop the eraser in his tracks by creating and sharing even more stories. Until then, this is Poppy Hasluck and Dexter Sharp of the Bureau of Untold Stories signing off.